I guess this is where we begin. I don't know how to start these things. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, we spent two hours trying to figure out how to record. And well, I think that leads us really good into our topic that we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. Which is the transition period from college to uh, uh, college to adult life, which we're currently part of right now. Yeah, I, I mean, it's called college. I, I don't even. I think college is the sort of the buffer between when you're a dependent and then when you're completely independent so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't even so I, I, I think yeah I think because you, you become an, you become an adult when you're 18 but then for the next three or four years depending on if if in, maybe five years maybe five yeah. years if you're, if you're right? yeah that, however many years you spend in college that is uh, that is just almost you kind of you're independent you, you you fuck up a little here and there but then the question is yeah so and then once you graduate that's that's when you you're you're on your own almost yeah my uh there was a uh, a dentist in my hometown that once came up to me right as i graduated high school I was like well get ready for the next four years because they're a vacation from reality yeah no, <laughs> that, that i and that that is that is true i think college is almost a microcosm of, of it, it, depending on where you go to school, it just it could be you could be in in the most diverse place, or you could be in a very different place from what reality is. But either way, it's 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 not going to be what what it's like out here. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, for instance, right? I mean, we just spent two like an hour trying to figure out how to configure these mics and then before we tried an hour to try to find a back my backpack that i'd lost yeah right and it just that kind of i think summarizes a little bit of adult life is that you're just kind of always like you're always kind of getting going and looking for something i mean basically the last three weeks we've just been trying uh since we moved here to start work in irvine we've basically just been trying to set up our apartments yeah and and i and i think that's that's a big thing because when when you're in college, a lot of the things that are taken care of for you. So I w- okay when you're in, when when you're growing up, everything's taken care of for you. Mm-hmm. So your your parents make sure there's food on the table. They make sure there's a roof over your head. They make sure you have a bed. Everything's taken care of. But then when you go to college, that you you there. I mean, we went to Clement McKenna and we had, we had a dining hall there. So yeah. we didn't have to worry that much about food. Yeah. If we were on a meal plan, we just go in at a given time yeah. and be fed. Yeah, especially, I mean, even when we were, we were at the senior, I was at the senior apartments. And yeah. there were like, quite a few of us who, would, even though it's, you know, a, it seems like a long walk. It's like seven minutes. Yeah. Um, we'd still go and eat at the cafeteria just because it's a lot easier to just go have something that's made for you versus taking the time to meal prep, go and get, go and figure out what you're going to make, go and get all the groceries, and then you have to stock the kitchen with all the pots, pans, and um, spices that you need. No, and, and, and I think, I'm, I'm, we, I, I do want to talk about furnishing the apartment, but um, later on, because that's, that's a whole thing by, on it by itself. But um, I, I genuinely think that, yeah, so in college, there's also, you, it's, it's, you're, you're in a routine, so you just you you. If you show up at the right place at the right time, you will do fine. Mm-hmm. So if you show up 
to the dining hall at, at 12, you, you'll be fed, and then you, you show up to classes, you'll be fine. You go to tutoring, you'll, you'll... Obviously, college is incredibly difficult, and I think college is harder than working as well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the first week of college was way harder than the first oh, week of... The first year for me, basically. Yeah, I, the, didn't, I didn't... I mean, I had a math to get you through high school, basically, through high school. I didn't... Have, like, it seemed like every single person at... CMC was like, well, they would raise their hands at the the major yeah. um thing where the shopping around majors where you uh, like two things yeah. and they're like, I took A B and B C calc. Which math should I take? And there were like seven of these exact same questions, and I was just kind of like, okay, like no, I I I agree with you, and and so college is so it's 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 complicated because it's it's you want to make the right decisions. Because a lot of your decisions enable what do you go what would you do afterwards. Uh-huh. So what internships you get, what classes you take, what what skills you learn, yeah. that is what determines what, what you're gonna in big part what you're gonna do after. Yeah. And along with that also it's this is the last chance a lot of us really have or like young adults have to basically have friends built into their lives. And I think that, that that is a huge part of it, especially because when you go into college, you're with a class of students that have all been thrown into the same situation where not, all of you are away from home and you just have to mingle and find, find your people. That is so much more difficult in adult life because... Not everyone is at the same stage. Not everyone is going through... Not everyone is having those shared experiences as you. Yeah. And that is, I think, a major hurdle in, in, in creating a friend group in your adult life. Yeah. The, I mean, we... It was like with us, we became friends last sem- like the end of their last semester, mm-hmm. and we just so happened to work together. And we're basically the two youngest in the office. Yeah, exactly. And it just so happens that there are other people that were alumni of our school that we can relate to because it's such a small school. And, and, and I then, think we're very lucky in that because I, I, yeah. we, I think we, didn't, we weren't friends. I, I was a year ahead of you, but then mm-hmm. I took a year off. So we weren't friends for basically our entire college journey, and, except and for the last week. Yeah, the last <laughs> week, we had this one <laughs> epic adventure, yeah. and then we became friends. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, and then who would have thought that two months later, we, we'd end up working at the same firm. So, but I think we're lucky, because the, the first thing, when I walked into the office and I saw you, I was like, okay, fuck, I... I, I know someone here. Yeah, and exactly. That, you have a friend, and there's there's something nice about knowing someone. Exactly, because someone someone you can just like it's, it's incredibly difficult to go up to someone who's who's busy, who's working, and just mm-hmm. strike a conversation. Uh, and so it was, it, I think that was just a weight off my shoulders when I when I just walked into the office and I and, and I saw a friend. But most people don't go don't experience that, so they they have to. But I, 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 I've tried, I've realized this, that given the amount of time you spend at, at work, and I, I think we're in person, so that's, it, that's, it's, a, it's a step easier than if you were remote. Mm-hmm. But because you're in, again, the same vicinity as so many other people, it is possible to 
strike conversations and just you know be friendly that that and then find common interests that de- and that those relationships go on to develop into friendships mm-hmm. it's kind of like a I don't know, there are definitely some colleagues where it's kind of like classmates where you, you see them around and like you might say hi, but you don't know anything about them. No, for sure. And, and, and there's, there's a bunch of those. And I, and I think, so you might have a skewed perspective on this because you were on the football team and the mm-hmm. football team, six, six, <laughs> uh, all, all sports teams are like that, but, but uh, because you have 60 people and I don't know the inner dynamics of, of the uh, football team, but you have 60 people that you're supposed to be friends with, or at least have events, and you... You, you do things together. You whether, have to do things together. Whether or not you're close or not. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, in reality, most people, and I and um, one, of my, one of my dad's friends always said this, that you need four or five people in your life that are friends, and four or five close friends, and then everyone else is an acquaintance almost. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree with that because I, I think your really, really close friends, I, I don't think there's going to be more than five or six because I don't think people have that sort of... I, I, I'd love to hear what you have to think about it, but four or five friends who know 100% of you, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of information and for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I don't... Um, from my experience, I've never been a, a you know a person who has a group. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so it, it seems like I'm individually friends with a few people, like with a few people, and like I know, I know people too. Like I was pretty social in college, so yeah, and and, and that's uh, yeah. So I I I almost had a similar experience where I had individual friends. Uh, my first couple of years where I was individually friends with four or five people and I was very close with them mm-hmm. but then somehow they became friends as well so it kind of developed into a group yeah but till date I think it's not because I, I I know friend groups who and any two people in that group wouldn't wouldn't be friends and wouldn't hang out it's just it's just the dynamic of the group that's keeping. Yeah. those friendships yeah, that, that actually happened to me in high school it's yeah. like I had I was individually friends with like oh this couple and this guy <laughs> and this this girl yeah. and this guy or whatever and I ended up having a, a movie watch party after prom junior <laughs> and senior year and none of these people really hung out outside of maybe they knew each other from school but yeah. they, they weren't like friends and like they were my friends so it's just really weird having them all come because it was like yeah, because it's always like the one person that has to hold it together, right? Yeah, in, in, and in groups like where not everyone is friends and, with each other. It, you know, and if you're not, if, you know, it's like I was kind of expecting other people to be like, oh yeah, let's do stuff. Whereas yeah. I probably should have been the linchpin where it's like, oh hey, I'm doing this and this. Let me invite like these yeah. four people, which I guess I never really thought about. <laughs> yeah, so which is, I, so I think, so my friend group, I'm still close to individually every person mm-hmm. and that's why even when we hang out together it's 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 good it's 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 enjoyable and but i think there are certainly friend groups where individually people don't hang out and that's yeah. uh i and i don't know i think that's i, I shouldn't comment on other people's uh, friendships but i i don't i don't see how that's how, how that can be 
because it's just going. It's 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 like fit. It's going to a giant party and trying. Because I mean, the extreme version of it would be going to like a five hundred people party, yeah. where you're all together there because someone invited you. But yeah. it's it's and you're supposed to be having a good time. But how, how do you how do you relate to everyone? Mm-hmm. Do you even relate to everyone that? But yeah, but I think one of the things I really enjoy about working at uh, at our office is that we can there's there's obviously the age thing where mm-hmm. there's plenty of people are in our age group mm-hmm. one or two years above below mm-hmm. that we can you know converse with but i think culture is is so important and because there's a few alumni mm-hmm. they have brought a lot of the cmc culture which is you know the open door policy and just going to people's offices whenever yeah, and just you know being just friendly being friendly and just you know having a conversation about anything and everything just and it's not all professional and it, it's that sort of collaborative uh, open door policy that C- CMC had is that I, I still f- I find here and that that's very helpful for me because yeah. I don't feel I don't feel like I don't feel restricted. I can just go up and have a conversation with someone if, when I have to. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think we're very fortunate in that yeah. um, because I think once you graduate college, you have to be a lot more intentional about finding friends. And it's diff- like it's a lot harder for us who aren't from like Southern California, whereas I have friends in Anaheim and he, he still hangs out with all his friends in Southern California that he grew up with or that he met through college and everything. Whereas all my friends I grew up with are back in the Midwest, South, you know, South United States. Exactly. For me, like all my friends from high school are in India or perhaps in other places that are not in Southern California or perhaps even in America. So I, it's just, so I, 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 I did, I did high school in India and then I moved to college and didn't know a single person mm-hmm. in in America and then you know made a few friends and then one of the reasons why I was I was praying that I don't leave Los Angeles is because my roommate from college was is doing his PhD from here so I, I just knew that and a, a couple other friends as well so I just wanted to be around people that I know and I'm friends with and not have to do this whole thing all over again mm-hmm. and with in a very in a very different situation yeah because yeah, even though you, ha- you have to start being really more intentional about spending time with friends and yeah. using your time to be social it you know but it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a lot it's, harder to start from scratch than it's, having it's, people built in I, I agree it's a lot harder to start from scratch but also it takes time yeah. so the place I am and I have three of my closest friends in, in LA mm-hmm. and the place I am, uh, it, the place we are in our friendships is, is this, this so, there's such a long history and that I, I feel comfortable enough to be honest with them. I feel comfortable enough to, 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 to just be myself and not feel pressure to perform. Mm-hmm. Whereas I did feel that pressure initially, mm-hmm. and if I'm making new friends, I do feel that pressure to, to, 
be likable and then once they like me I, I can I can be more of myself so the, that process it takes time mm-hmm. and so it's just it's I have to be intentional but I, it will take time so I it's good to have friends who who, who know me already mm-hmm. to to just talk about whatever and mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to develop that in, in in a short space of time so I have a question mm-hmm. it's um, so coming from a small school it's a lot harder I would say to um, you know it's like we're very fortunate in that we're like with you know each other we, we graduated at the same time yeah. and then we have six alumni at our office <laughs> so it's just like okay we have all these people basically built in that like we, yeah. we have basically history with whereas you know, you go into a new place, and it's it's not that it's not that it's like yeah, you get to talk with new people and everything, but like I guess I lost my train of thought actually. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. Um, yeah. But you know, what was it? Huh. Well, uh, so uh, okay, so yeah, while we were just talking about again, so we were talking about trying to trying to make friends in college and yeah, how, how we're a different. I was saying, yeah, I I know we were talking about yeah. friends, but I forgot <laughs> where my train of thought was because I had a great, I had a good question. I thought, but oh well, we'll move on. We, we, we can come back to it. So okay, so friendship is is a big part where you feel like I mean you need a community to support yourself and it's been baked into your life basically yeah. until you uh, until, until you exactly and so but I think so what's okay so what is your how do you think you will go about making friends um so it, and I think it's weird it's not weird but it's definitely a different thing to think about work friends right like the people that you work with and becoming friends with them because there's definitely an element of like okay yeah like friends versus professionalism especially you know like where like where's the line almost a little bit yeah Um, okay so you can be like friendly and stuff um but then i would say other than that it's getting involved in other community activities like volunteering somewhere joining joining community groups like i'm trying i'm i'm currently trying to join a church for example yeah. to to make friends like this monday i made i met a handful of guys um and we exchanged numbers so hopefully we'll get to know each other and maybe some some sort of friendships will evolve from that no i i, I and i think i would my first thought was activities so do something that that's you know i and play tennis or whatever yeah and people but i i think it's work friends are probably easier to make than activity friends because in i I generally feel so much more time with work friends exactly you make so much you spend so much more time and also your friendship is based upon one activity that you do together Mm -hmm. and so it's I, I don't know it's, it's for me it's harder to imagine a wider a, a wider array, a array of interests that you would share but I think for example at, at work I think Nima is someone that you know you, you, you sit next to and mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's someone that I just 
because he and I share very little job functionality. Mm-hmm. So every conversation I have with him is not about work. Right. So every conversation I have with him is about something compl- not work related. Completely yeah. random. So, and that's why I think, is that's why I think I would consider him to be one. And I think I would, which is why I would consider Evan to be more of my friend than uh, Aria because yeah. I share less job functionality with Evan than I do with Ari. Right. It's just it's more like you're just kind of working in the same place. Exactly. Right. So it's it's so I'm 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 not having so Nima the least amount of conversations about work. Evan a little bit more. Aria the most. And yeah. and that's the inverse order is the exact my how I would consider how close I would consider them to 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 be uh, as friends. Mm-hmm. So and so I think because I've, I've, again, I've seen my dad, all of his closest friends are, have e- either been his college friends or his work friends. Because, and that's something that I've, so, and I think, so I genuinely think that work friends can be, you know, something, because again, just the volume of time mm-hmm. that is, it's it's impossible not to get to know yeah. someone. So it, it's very important, I think, then to be intentional about trying to become friends with people. You know, you want to be friends with the. I people agree, and that's work. why I think you should invite them to dinners. You should you should just hang out outside of work, so you're not restricted by mm-hmm. that that. And I think you have to. And again, I think you have to be intentional, even in college, uh, when how you make friends. But in this phase of your life even more because once you're eight hours a day you've, you've hung out with the same people mm-hmm. and then to say right let's hang out for another two or three hours after that yeah. it might be exhausting yeah. but that's I think be, because the context changes I think your conversations would change and your your, your friendship would grow um, so I think friendship was a big part of uh Adult problems, if you will. One problem that I faced is moving into a an apartment. Well, look, before we get to furnishing, yeah. I remember my question. Okay, what was your question? <laughs> so my question was because I have been thinking about this a lot. Is that basically when you graduate college, like this is why I brought up how you know you're ba- like with us being from a small school and having yeah. the opportunity to have so many people from our yeah. school be there. You're really stepping into a clean slate because a lot of like pe- a lot of people in our like that we go to school with are gonna go to a new city like they'll like yeah, if they yeah. go to New York, L.A. or S.F. There'll be other classmates yeah. there that they'll be friends with, and they'll have other friends. Yeah. But it's basically a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So if you take a step back and you're analyzing kind of like friendships and stuff, mm-hmm. and you. And you uh, kind of come to think of the adage like you're the average of your five five closest friends. Do you think this is a good point really to think of like to be even more like picky with who you're spending your time with? Um, maybe. I think it really just depends on how you want to spend your time. Because I I never I've never been picky with friends. Mm -hmm. Because I think. Always, the more the merrier. But again, if if I I think as you get older, you do get do get pickier because yeah. you have that sort of group. It's, it's so it's when you're five, you 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 have two four friends, right? And then yeah. as you go, 
So you, you, you go through the filtering process of people you like and people you want to hang out with. And then because there's only 24 hours in a day and then the limited amount of time that you want to spend socializing, depending on what your capacity is, yeah, you might want to prioritize some people over others. Right. But so I think you, you, I think you can be pickier, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be. Oh, okay. I think because yeah, because I yeah, you can be picky, but you don't have to be. Because I rather I don't I don't want to spend a lot of time by myself. Because I I just I think that's overrated. Mm-hmm. But so if I can hang out with someone every night, I, I would. And and up until the point when I'm I'm tired, and then I I would take a night or two off. But so I just I don't I don't I, yeah again I I don't think I'm not that picky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's only. Every stage of your life is is a good. It's a uh, yeah, it's just it might just be a good point to reevaluate what what your priorities are and the people that matter because mm-hmm. I think well yeah I'm not a big fan of uh, cutting people out of your life. I mean, or not necessarily cutting people yeah, out know. of your life, but I'm just thinking you know. I, I really do think that time times really are only like valuable asset that we have. No, I agree. And yeah. so if if you have limited time, and I and it, it depends on how you want to live your life. So if you're very like goal driven and agree. like you want to achieve something, then maybe you need people who are either similar or trying to achieve the same things. Or do you think you you know? No, I think I I am gonna be I'm gonna go the opposite way. Of course, okay. you need people who who push you and motivate you. But I think you want diversity because I think people, people, we are multidimensional beings and having professional goals or personal goals is important, mm-hmm. but there's so much more to our, to our personality than just that. So I think... I think we need, and different people support us in different ways. So, some people might support us emotionally. Some people might support us mm-hmm. professionally. Some people might support us, you know. Some people, so you know, again, like friends. I just, I just want to have a beer with friends. I just want to watch the movies with. Mm-hmm. And there's d- different, and depending on what I want to do, different people can support me in different ways. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that you know it's. We, we're only friends with people that bring us value. Mm-hmm. And what that value is, is up to you. You know, it could be, are they, are they pushing me to be better at X, Y, or Z? Are they making me laugh? So whatever, whatever the thing that, val- that you value, and are your, are your friends really creating that value for you? That's, that's the only thing that, that matters. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what was the let's go back to moving then what, what was the I've had my trouble with it I no I, let's, it's a it's 134 steps from my apartment door to my truck and carrying that couch box from Ikea jeez I I literally would just slide it across the concrete and almost destroyed the cardboard but it it was just it took forever no so yeah I I, I, I agree with you I, and I think it is incredibly difficult to furnish an apartment, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how difficult it was 
Because, again, the same thing. When you go to college, you have a bed there, right? Yeah. You have a bed there, you have a desk there, you have some sort of closet there. Yeah. And, you know, the bathrooms are filled with toilet paper. And, yeah. and, the, and the, the, this, this, there's, you don't have to worry about silverware. You don't have to worry about the amount of things that you need to furnish an apartment is mm-hmm. insane. Like, just the cleaning supplies alone, I mean, you need hand soap, you need dish soap, you need a mop, you need a no, broom, I agree. you need toilet cleaner, you need toilet paper. I think let's let's do this room by room, right? And yeah. so let's let's do this room by room as to the number of things you would need. And it is, it's so many small things that, that you just don't think about until you need them. I think the worst one's the kitchen, though. Okay, let's start with the kitchen, then. Because... Okay, so for example, I made enchiladas this this last weekend. Yeah. So I don't have casserole dishes. So instead of just going, and I don't have any of like the signatures you'd have yeah. in the kitchen. So I don't have flour. I don't have sugar. I don't have you know. I don't have any of like the spices or anything that yeah. I made because I, I made lemon bars as well, <laughs> which were pretty good. Yeah, they were good. They were too sweet, but yeah, they, they were, were good. very sweet. I didn't zest them either, so yeah, they but, were. So, so I go into to Walmart and I'm just and I have to go in and I can't just buy the food yeah. that I need. I have to go and buy all the utensils that I need too. So I have to go and buy the casserole pans that I need. Yeah. Go and buy whatever kind of utensil I need to make it. And I, that's basically been the case for the last three weeks. Is basically buy as you need it. Yeah. So kitchen, and, you need like utensils. You also need sponges. You need a thing that holds the sponges. There is yeah. like so many small things. You, you need, need cu- you mean you need knives. You need a cutting board. You need knives, forks, spoons, plates. You, you need cups, different kinds of cooking uh, pans, pots, pans, pans, pots, and then thing again. You bake so baking equipment, yeah. is, whisks for God's sake. I mean, yeah, you need all just any of the utensils that you actually need to. Cook, cook like with actually to cook with not just to eat with yeah you, all, you everything that you need to cook with but uh, spices and again things that own like salt you need so little in in one serving of food but you need to buy it in bulk oh yeah yes yeah, so, and everything's need to and especially when you're moving to empty kitchen empty pantry mm-hmm. it, it is expensive to just fill up that pantry with minimum food yeah I mean I don't know what I've been spending but it's just like I get you know usually I'll get chick, like some sort of chicken a broccoli medley and rice and I mean the meat's the most expensive obviously yeah I, I think once you have most of the I, I don't I don't mind paying for like the the, the, the chickens and the, the lambs or whatever mm-hmm. what have you I mind paying for oregano yeah, like, yeah. cause I, I, I don't want to buy a six dollar. <laughs> yeah, I had to buy vanilla extract yeah. to make that crust for the lemon bars, yeah. and it was like six dollars. And I'm just like, it's literally like the size of my pinky finger. Yeah, and I'm like, and you use like a I, teaspoon of it. Yeah. So that how is, much does it add? I don't know. Exactly. So like, I, I, I hate paying for things that are that probably augment the flavor by like. 0.5%. I mean, it probably is good for the flavor, but I, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, I'll probably use it again because I'm going to try new recipes yeah, but again, and stuff. Like, but I was like, am I really, like, I'm thinking ahead and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to use this again. Yeah, so, again, so kitchen, by far, 
the most that you need. Like again, I if you need if you if you need to fry something, you need a frying a pot. Yeah. You need you need the the thing that you the, the you know what I'm talking about the the yeah the thing the that fryer. You, the fryer or, no it's, it's so the the equipment that has holes in it yeah oh it's called a fryer well like, like if you're frying stuff it's just a fryer but if, you might talk about like like the thing that you pour spaghetti in and like drains all the water oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know uh, well, I forgot what that's called too you know if you make spaghetti which is pretty easy and cheap you need you you don't need one of those but that really helps yeah no it, and I it's it's just kitchen probably especially if you're cooking for yourself insane and I think I, and I genuinely think that you should invest in every equipment that makes your life 1% easier mm-hmm. so if you have a, gr- a grill if it makes your life if it saves you 5 minutes buy it yeah because cooking is the most time consuming part of the day other than work oh yeah it takes forever to cook something yeah uh, those lemon bars took till they were ready about 5 hours yeah and, and but I mean four of that was was cooling. passive yeah though I, I agree <laughs> but it's, it's still it's just prepping chopping mm-hmm. I, I was cooking something the other day and I, I had to uh, peel uh, pe- pe- peel uh, a, a few garlic cloves and oh my god it's it, it was so difficult yeah and it just took me and it took me like 30 minutes just to peel that mm-hmm. and it is yeah so Kitchen, extremely difficult. Let's move into the to the living space. Well, living space defers by the person. Um, yeah. I would say because you know, I I came it was uh, one of my friends from CMC. Um, I think it, I think I heard this from a friend, um, but I think my uh, you know so Rob. Yeah. I yeah, I think he said it first, where it was like, well, I'm gonna be working a lot because he's going into investment banking. Yeah. I'd rather go to some place. That I'd want to go to rather yeah. than some place that's a dump that I don't want to go to. Yeah. So even though um, I kind of picked a little bit of a medium, I think within that. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, well, if I'm going to be spending a lot of time here, especially since we're going remote, I'm going to do the place where I'm going to be spending the most time, which is the living room. Yeah. As as visually appealing as I can with my budget, and I basically put my entire savings that I had from working. From high school till now, no, into I, it. <laughs> no, I agree, and which is why I, I, I so what I'm thinking, I, I'm not going to try and save money in in the living room because mm-hmm. I want the best TV that I can afford. I want the best couch that I can afford mm-hmm. because it's the level of comfort is so important. Especially once you're tired, you come back home, want to watch TV, you don't want to sit on a couch that's uncomfortable. Yeah, especially if if you do something every single day. Yeah. And, it, and you know, every single day, like, like say you eat lunch and you do it like in the same way every single day. Yeah. If there's something that bothers you about it, it's going to compound enough to where you'll break. I agree. So it needs to be something that you like. So, which is why I, I don't have a couch in my apartment yet, because I want to buy the most comfortable couch I can find mm-hmm. and it's going to take a couple pay cycles but I will wait mm-hmm. to buy the best couch right. and the same with the TV because I think for me if if the TV has a, it's a let's say you know 
it, it doesn't do blacks well enough, right? Or whatever it is, something stupid. But because I'm going to be watching it every day, it's going to compound. Yeah. And I'm not going to buy a TV every year, right? Mm-hmm. I want to buy a TV for a long period of time. And so why not get the best I can right now? As because uh, if I if because I don't want to upgrade every two or three years. Yeah. So, so again, but yeah. So things you would need a couch. And if you watch couch, uh, maybe a, a coffee table. You definitely need a coffee table. No, yeah. here's the thing. Because I I realize this now. You need the first time you have a plate of food, a glass of water, whatever. You want you need somewhere to put it down. Yeah. And it depend it depends on your apartment. Like um you you have roommates. Yeah. So there's you know, in a two bedroom there's probably you know, there's probably room for like a dining area. Yeah, so Or there so, might be a small one where you could put a table. Yeah, so our so we can put a, a small table next to the kitchen mm-hmm. and which is what we're gonna do and we'd still have that that sort of couch T V area which is pretty sectioned off. So yeah, no, with it. and dining again. So yeah, but I think you still need a coffee table because yeah, I mean, mine's small and so small, like is small to where I can't put a table. So because here's the thing, you you would drink coffee or whatever it is you drink while sitting on the couch, and then you need somewhere to put it unless you put it on the floor. Yeah, but, exactly. But I so I I think coffee table I I and then you would need coasters. Cause yeah, because you don't want to ruin... You don't want to ruin the nice the, coffee table. Yeah, you don't want to ruin the, the coffee table. So you need coasters. No one thinks about... Yeah, I didn't think about coasters till I basically got the coffee table. And yeah, I, was like, it, it, I just happened to be in Ikea and think about that. And I was which like, is my point. Mm-hmm. You don't think about the things until it's like the first time you need them. Mm-hmm. And then you go, damn, you I need You don't want to leave rings. Especially if it's wood. You don't want to leave rings. No, especially if it, looks, it, especially you, if it looks nice on the top. Especially if you have to clean it yourself. You yeah. Want to, right? Someone else cleans you, it. <laughs> you can, there's a lot you can do to make stuff stay nice by just doing... Pre- 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 what is it? Preventative measures. Preventative measures. Yeah, I agree. So, and then in your living space, uh, there's a rug, which again, that might be in uh, a. That's a that's a personal. That's choice, a I personal think. choice. I would agree, but you need you definitely need some sort of if if you read you need bookshelves, but I think, I think you need shelves of some sort because. Yeah. I mean, to store stuff, I would de- definitely agree, and then there's also. You need shelving, I think, like, at least either in your living room or bedroom just because you're going to have a lot of... Especially when I came, like, had all that stuff from college. Yeah. Like, I come back and I'm like, there's all this stuff that are basically mementos that I may or may not use again. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, here's, like, these, like, pencils or this, like, desk speaker or something that I probably won't use. So now it's basically stored in, like... A cabinet now then luckily I have a, a, a nice amount of cabinetry but yeah so that that was one problem that I had with my apartment because I walked in and we had I have a, a decently sized closet but I don't want to put everything in my closet because then it, it defeats the purpose of having a closet where you know it's big enough where you can just pick out clothes yeah where you can stand in the middle have stand it, in the, yeah. change so, in there if you exactly, want exactly yeah. so and there's so many little items, so again, mementos and things just just you would use once in a year, or once in a week, or once in 
a month or whatever, you know, tennis rackets and stuff like that. Yeah. So just wait, where where do you put them? Because I had no storage space. Yeah. So I needed to buy a, a shelf just to store my a, a plant or whatever just to mm-hmm. keep stuff off the ground and not in my closet. Right. Like, um, my golf clubs are going to be here in a week. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, I'm just now thinking about it, sitting here, I'm just like, I don't know where I'm going to put them, because they're either going to be sitting in the middle of the living room, yeah, in, in kind of a corner, or I'm going to have to put them in, you know, I have in the outside storage closet, basically, and, you know, you don't really want to put those outside. Yeah, and, and there's so many things like that, speakers that you mentioned, and then I have hats that... I don't know where I'm going to put them. It's like, you know, you get a funny hat in college or something. Yeah, and you, you wear You it. wear when you go out with your friends yeah. or something. And then it's like, well, now that I'm an adult, I don't know. I'm probably not going to wear it, but I want to keep it. Yeah, you want to keep it because it's like, oh, I had some good memories with this. Yeah, I agree with that. That sort of thing. Like, I have a cowboy hat here that I don't know if I'll ever wear in Irvine, personally. <laughs> um, maybe if we go to Cahoots or something. Maybe. Some yeah. line dancing bar. Yeah. No, so, yeah, so there's so many things like that and, you know, picture frames and, you know, just things that you you want to, you don't want to throw away, you want to keep, but where do you keep them if you have no space above the craft store? Exactly. So, which is why I think you need shelves. You need, again, so you'd have bed sheets where you put the bed sheets that you're not using right now. Mm-hmm. You need, you need cabinets, you need so many little things. Yeah, and it's so annoying to move those dressers and everything. Oh, yeah. So I would definitely advise to get simple ones. <laughs> get simple ones, get... And this is where I think you can save money. If you find the cheapest ones you can, because it's, it's a drawer. It's a, yeah, it, like, it right? is, it's, it's a glorified box. Just, yeah. it's, it's a fancy box. That's all it is. It is, yeah, and you want it to look nice, sure. Find the one that you... That, that fits your aesthetic but it's a box at the end yeah. of the day utility wise you're hiding stuff from plain sight yeah, yeah that's 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 its utility it's it's to hide stuff yeah. from plain sight it's to make it to where it's more aesthetic <laughs> yeah exactly come in, right so shells important important thing um, and I, I would say like you need to have try to be looser as loose with the budget as you could as you can be you're going to be spending a pretty penny, and especially if, if like we mentioned, it's a place you want to spend time. Yeah. Then you're you, you want to actually like put the money's worth in. I agree. I mean, I, I, I think I, whenever I did my humongous purchase at IKEA to get my couch and two chairs and coffee table and everything, yeah. I may have shed a tear and had a little bit of heartache. Yeah. Because of it, because it, I've never spent that much money out of my. Um, savings out of my yeah out of my off of my card yeah. ever and it you, was it was just a real shock. and you're gonna you, and I think especially with furniture you you want it to be long lasting because mm-hmm. you don't want to be spending the same let's say you save x amount of money mm-hmm. but if you have to spend tw- the same amount in two years of three years because it breaks yeah that that's gonna hurt a lot more than spending more today exactly. I think you want furniture that that, that survives mm-hmm. and I think taking your time with it is important so I, again I, I don't need everything right when I move in so I, I furnish my 
apartment with a, basically a bed at first. Mm-hmm. All right. And then now we're going remote, so I've bought a chair and a, and a, and a desk. Mm-hmm. I will slowly buy a couch, and I'll, I'll buy a TV, I'll buy a sound system. Mm-hmm. But you don't need everything when you move in. Right. But I genuinely think that taking your time and buying things that you like and are comfortable with and would want to use for an extended period of time is the way to go again it's, it's the same thing you don't you don't want you don't want a car that that breaks down every 500 miles yeah no matter how cheap it is because it's going to be a pain in the ass to fix it mm-hmm. so I yeah I, I agree that buy things that are comfortable and can hold their shape mm-hmm. so that's that's the kitchen and the living room I mean bedroom I, I went really simple with my bedroom all, all I think you need you know it depends on your closet situation you might need a drawer yeah um, but um, I I mean I just have a bed and a nightstand in there so I could have a lamp so for when I read yeah uh, and I think bedroom is, is one of the simpler ones because if you have a, if, but again it, I think that also depends on your station in life like if I had a serious relationship or something <laughs> You'd have two nightstands. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably have two nightstands, and you know you might make it a little bit more pleasant, right? Yeah. Um, to be in there, whereas my we walk in there in my bedroom right now, and it's just I, I, completely I still, bland. So I I went mattress shopping, mm-hmm. uh, and I chose my mattress, and this was the first time in my life that I chose my mattress that I was going to be sleeping on. Yeah. Because my parents bought the one in, in my house, and then. CMC gave us one and I just put a topper on it the first thing I could find this was the first time I bought a mattress and I kid you not it's life changing so because again a third you of your to life, actually choose what you wanted basically. yeah a third of your life is, is spent sleeping yeah and I want and having and the comfort of a mattress that, that you choose is is life changing? It's 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 a completely different level of sleep, mm-hmm. and so I think I you can get the cheapest bed, you, you it wouldn't make a difference, but get the best mattress that you want. Mm-hmm. Get the mattress that that, that that is right for you, mm-hmm. because that uh, eight hours a day you're going to be using that. That's the most utilized item in your house right so again you want to do it yeah you want to treat it well so yeah you want to treat it well and you want to you you want to find the thing that again yeah because you, like, you spend two hours on your couch every day you could spend yeah, four times that time yeah because like the the bed frame i have is very simple it's literally just like two sticks with wheels yeah to just keep the the box spring off the floor like you don't need a fan. You don't really need one of those fancy bed frames unless you really want that as the aesthetic to help yeah. you go to sleep, I guess. But you don't really need it. Yeah, I think bed frames might be something that. Oh, yeah, you can you can you can you can save some money on. Mm-hmm. Um, nightstand also again, it's it's a fancy drawer. It's a fan. Yeah. So oh, man, this nightstand was so expensive for like no reason. I swear <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, but yeah, I, I, a good a good lamp or something to to really just make the aesthetic nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really realize kind of what goes like 
like windows for example because like my my apartment gets like no natural light like no sun actually coming into it yeah uh, or sunbeams and everything I mean you can see the wilting wilting flowers from here <laughs> but I see it's um I don't know thinking of, you, you know thinking about light and like how bright you want it versus how dark you want it there's yeah. a lot you know you're making the space your own and so you really really need to try to try to make it to a place that at least have a room where you want to spend time I agree and I think uh, yeah um, you th- th- there's a reason why it's called you you know one what you you want this is your space and you should be the only one that decides what goes on here and you should everything should be to your liking there should be not one thing that you don't like that should be in here right so and i think that's uh yeah and that that's 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 a big part of it mm-hmm. well let's see we've we've discussed friendships kind of the different different social settings that you're you're in for from college versus post-grad yeah talked about furnishing your apartment uh-huh is there any else, anything else uh, that's really that changing i think i think a job is is a big one for most people but because uh, we 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 kind of talked about it but because we're, yeah. we're, well, we're we're also our school is so pre-professional yeah right? but that so, makes you that really just trains you so well for it trains you well to work in the professional environment exactly and you know, if you if you don't go to something like that, it could be a bit harder. You know, if you're I agree. if you're going to a frat at a huge university and that you got into because yeah. you're on the rowing team, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. Um, you know, would you, would, would you have joined a frat if we had one at at CMC? No, that's one of the reasons why I went to CMC. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't have either because, because I think I, I grew up around the big universities I, yeah. out in Oklahoma and. That's like ninety percent of the social life, and it wasn't necess- It wasn't really something that I wanted. All my friends did it. Yeah, and I also wouldn't. I, wanted. I, I I don't know. I again, I don't like being forced into friend groups. Yeah, I want to be able to choose every single person, and also, I mean, I, you kind you like from what I've known, like in or I've been told in frats, you kind of do. Yeah. But you also don't, right? Like you, you pick who you hang out with. But so basically the football team. Yeah, it's basically like being on the football team or something. It's so like, yeah, I yeah. hang out with like these three guys from like my frat. Or like but we all do team. this together. But we're all friends. Yeah, we s- all have to do things to together. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I think work is... Because is, depending on what you're doing. So some people might not have a job. They might be looking for a job, right? Some people might start something of their own or whatever. I think trying to figure out, because again, this you this might be the first time you have to earn money f- to live to live as and you know some people work in college and you know but it's I, I think it's a little different than because if trying to balance work with you know study is, is difficult it's extremely difficult but I think it's still where you're 
you're you're not completely into it. It's not. It's well, not. It, it's not the dominating thing on exactly, your schedule. Exactly, it's not the dominating thing on your schedule. You don't do it for that long a time. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think one of the things that shocked me was just how much downtime I have at work. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. It's I, like project I, by project. Exactly. Right? It depends on like every day, but like on on because like. When, when I was in class, every single second was information given. Yeah. And when I was working on an assignment or something, every single second I was doing something that, that was producing some value. Mm-hmm. But at work, there are periods of time when I'm just waiting for other people to do something. I am just... I am just waiting on information. I'm waiting on instructions. I'm... I'm waiting for a meeting to start, you know, just or I'm just in a meeting that I don't have to be in or something along those lines. Where, but I have to be there, like yeah. as opposed to if if a let's say if I, if I didn't want to do an assignment, no one was forcing me to sit there and just look at the look at the assignment all day, right? Mm-hmm. But at work, I I kind of have to be there. Yeah. And I think this is why I think some people would prefer a remote environment because they can fill these gaps of like time that yeah. between two tasks. I, I mean, I have friends that were working remote down in Dallas, and in yeah. between their tasks, they'd basically just be playing Xbox or go lift. Yeah, exactly. So like you can fill fill the times in between tasks with something. So I I I I'm a very restless person. So I I keep walking. So if if I'm not. I'm, if, I'm not going to sit at my desk. You you are able to do this very well. Sit at your desk mm-hmm. and just scare, stare at something that you've already finished, right? Yeah, <laughs> you basically go over, go yeah, go over, over something like, like four times. Four times. You, you're able to sit there and like just like... And still miss something. <laughs> no, I, I, I... But I cannot just... Once I'm done, I'm done. Like, I, I'm not going to just sit at my desk. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I cannot stay still mm-hmm. looking at a blank screen for... Or just something that's done, completely finished. So I need to walk. So I just walk around the office. I, I talk to people, and again, or just trying to find something else to do. But again, that that's something that I, I, I didn't I didn't expect. But but then there are days when I just I've like I have to do two things at once. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's I think college prepares you well for deadlines. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I don't think deadlines are a big thing for me because I, I, I have that sort of because again I was a master procrastinator in college right. so I did everything last minute anyway mm-hmm. so if someone says oh do this by the end of the day I'm like okay <laughs> I, I yeah. this, this, is, this is when I would start an assignment anyway so yeah. I, I, I have enough time so I think people who used to plan out their schedule I think it, work is a little bit more ad hoc anyway, right? Yeah. Things definitely, happen. Definitely when you're at work. Like, yeah. there's there's definitely stuff that comes up. Exactly. And everything. But I think one of the things with scheduling-wise that's different with work versus college is just how more routine work is. So, you know, it's like... I was going to say the opposite. I think really? Because, like, when, when you take a class, you know where the tests are. You know when the yeah. when the assignment should be to you. Like in the first day, they give it to you. 
Yeah, I'm so, I'm thinking more of like time every single day. So it's like oh yeah, I agree. so I'm like so it's like okay, yeah, we get into the office at around eight thirty nine. Yeah, know, then we leave five five thirty. Yeah, or whatever every single day. Whereas at school, it was like oh, I Monday I have a class at <laughs> yeah. nine thirty five, and then on Tuesday I don't have one till two forty five for the first class. Yeah, and also like you can do things on your own time. So for example, any assignment. I used to do them on like the night before, on Sundays, etc. So I didn't really have that concept of like, oh, but I'm working now, I'm free now. Because like, if I want to go out, I go out. I just uh, and I'll do this time later, right? Mm-hmm. So because because I'm working on my own time, I have a deadline that I will meet. But I I can I I I have twenty four hours in a day. So at times I I do it at midnight or two a.m. Mm-hmm. or three a.m. Right. At work, I need to do it between nine to five. Yeah, because you're. I don't want you're to typically do it. working with other people yeah, on exactly. projects, right? So you so, need to do it whenever they can exactly. do it, and so, they basically have the slotted time. This, and and all of us are working at the exact same time, so that's the thing. So like, I I'm working almost to other people's schedule, or we're all working through this giant schedule. Yeah. And so that's 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 very interesting because that I think is very different. Uh, is different, but uh, and work is so much more ad hoc. So I think people who planned out who are master planners at you know to the, they have the whole color coded schedule that's all exactly very pretty. who who are like I'm some of them may do very well in, at work because if they can I think it depends on the work too depends on the work accountants but, might have it a little easier <laughs> yeah but but I think because things are more ad hoc I genuinely think in those situations those people would struggle because now they cannot do their homeworks a week ahead of time mm-hmm. right they yeah. kind of do their project a month in advance and just just you know stuff like that where yeah. if it's if, if it has to be done tomorrow it has to be done tomorrow yeah because like some people would oh I have, I have I have to I have to go skiing next weekend so I will do my homeworks in during the week well Monday there might be a meeting that you have to prepare for so you might have to do stuff yeah. Well, so you so and then and then on Friday, you know, you might want to leave early Friday to go hit this, you know, go get to wherever the slopes you're going yeah, to exactly. are. But oh, turns out that something came up and you need to be on a, you know, you need to be in an in-person meeting at like three forty-five. Yeah, exactly. So things just like because they're a little bit more ad hoc. When that happened today with us, you, whenever you were trying to come get tennis shoes, yeah, and you I had just a, got. You I just, literally just got into a meeting as you texted no, me. No, I, 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 I just realized, uh, and it's so funny because I, I we were working. It, it I, literally just happened. Like it was like, oh yeah, no. we need to get on this call. And again, I think different people have different boundaries to with work and stuff. But I think because in college I was almost working every single day, mm-hmm. like seven days a week, I was like just doing stuff, like classes four or five days a week, and then. Like assignments, every like other day. Yeah. Every other so like every day I was working on schoolwork. So I never really enjoyed my time off as much because I had something on my mind always. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm enjoying my weekends a lot more because I I know that I I most almost every weekend so far every weekend so far I've had nothing to do and it's just it's so much more. Like rejuvenating, rejuvenating because I don't have to worry about things again. Like again, it might change with deadlines, etc. But but because I'm 
dedicating 40 hours, 45 hours in a week on the things at work. I don't need to do that, do more on the weekends. Mm. Whereas I probably was dedicating the same amount of time in college on stuff, but because I was I, I, I was bad at planning, yeah. I but did it all. Now, all now you're in the work week versus like the week versus the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so it's like, oh, you there's know, that differentiation. Yeah. Yeah. Since since the people that you're working with on these projects don't want, like they basically, won't work on the weekends, I probably won't work on the weekends. Yeah, unless it's like something individually they can do, but like group stuff that we do, not necessarily do. We're not necessarily at least so far having to do them on the weekends. No, yeah, and, and, and uh, there was this one time when we had a presentation, uh, very early in the morning, and uh, John, our COO. Uh, messaged me at midnight uh, to to make a few changes, <laughs> and uh, I, I I I I didn't mind it. I uh, some people might might take offense to that, but I was like, okay, because again, what if you're asleep then? <laughs> I, that that was my only concern. That if I had fallen asleep, I probably could have done it in the morning, but I, I don't know. Like, if I was asleep, I don't know what the plan. I, I definitely, I probably could have done it in the morning. I think, but. You know, if they're wanting that, like then. Yeah, so I like I didn't I didn't mind it, mm-hmm. uh, but it was like the the one time that I had to do something at like after hours almost. Yeah, and you know, so you should have charged overtime. Too bad we don't get salary. overtime. <laughs> we don't get overtime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're unfortunate. Salary exempt. Yeah, but I think it's yeah we, you know, work is is difficult. But I, I think well, what are some tips that you think? Would help anyone in any job um, do well. I think. Well, I think there's definitely a few just like kind of basic things that you could hear. You know, you'd hear from like a generation or two. You know, before us, and that's yeah. you know, just you know, if you're given a task, do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. be, no, just basically <laughs> don't don't like, not do the I task. Mean, it's not it's not like school where you can kind of just like blow stuff off. No, I I agree. You, like. That you know you're paying to go to college, for an example, they're paying you to produce something for them. No, and I agree with you. This is a very good point because, like, in a, you can determine what you want out of a college classroom. Mm-hmm. If you don't want, if you don't want good grades, you can you can get these, and no one is bothered. Yeah, but here other people's. Other people are dependent on you, and other people's compensation probably depends on what you do as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you you are creating value for other people. So that's why they had us do so many group projects. Exactly. So <laughs> you need to be able to deliver for your coworkers, and that's that's a big thing. They and so and yeah, doing the task. I I think what else. Uh, because I think one one thing that people can always do is, I mean, you definitely, I mean, you'll have bad days and everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, communicate. You, know, you know, it'd be really nice if you know it might be hard, but be nice to communicate. Bad, like if oh, it's like hey, I'm having a bad day. Just give me a second. You know, like just to give people. You you don't want I don't think to make really any necessarily enemies. At work, or you don't want to be like the person that no, like no one wants want to be work with, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be the person. You I don't want to be that person. I, and I was in a meeting the other day, and uh, we were talking about internal competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one, so, and so, uh, the 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 one, one uh, there was this lady who was 
very much against the idea of employees competing against one another because she felt that it created a toxic environment. But and uh, I agree with her uh, that uh, cutthroat competition is never nice. Yeah. But s- someone made a very good point that um, well, imagine this is a soccer team. Now we're competing with other teams, mm-hmm. but does. It, there's competition within within the team for the same spot because mm-hmm. most teams have eleven uh, have squads bigger than the number of players they're playing, so people mm-hmm. compete for the same spot. But the it's it's up to the coach to make sure that they're in, that, that they their goals are aligned and they they. Uh, yeah, that there's not like bad blood between within the same position. Yeah, and, and create an environment where they push each other to do better, mm-hmm. but not. Uh, not, not try and bring each other down right and and the, and that's that and I think so if you were in that mindset where if you think of your coworkers as your teammates I think you're gonna do well because you might be competing for the same promotion but at the end of the day you, you, yeah you just, I mean that's kind of the hard part for any leader of organization is really trying to gather the people around the like this the same vision that for a kind of loyalty to the company and that's definitely a lot harder for our generation just because of with all the the company hopping that our generation does yeah and uh yeah i agree uh i I think the i i like the company i I don't i don't know I, i i don't think people should work for the same company for 30 years but I, yeah. the, the, the frequency uh, the frequency at which people are changing jobs is also way too high because you're not you're not it takes time to it takes time to uh, get to know a place it takes time to learn the, your job function mm-hmm. it takes time to learn about your coworkers but eventually once you get going that's when you can really prosper. So if you change your job before uh, uh, before you can do all of those things, that I, I don't see the benefit of it. Yeah, maybe hot, yeah. Well, I think, like, in regards to competitiveness, I don't know where I stand right now on, like, internal, like, you know, like, top-down, you know, trying to create the competitive nature versus you know someone's just kind of naturally competitive and always wanting to do better themselves you know yes like you know because there is a little bit of a difference there where it's like oh i'm trying to foster competition between you two but if someone's really you know that's you know the i think the job of the whoever the supervisors and managers is trying is trying to find how to motivate people right and you know a lot of people are motivated by competition but um you know, there's some people that aren't, but, you know, I, don't, I just don't know, I guess, where I stand on the whole, I don't really know where I stand on the whole top-down trying to legislate it, legislate it basically, through, yeah. the, through the company. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, in general, I Yeah, guess. and and different people thrive in different environments. I think a, a lot of man management depends on, you know, someone might need to, someone might need to be yelled at. Right. Yeah. Someone might need to be be pampered. Different people again again, the sports analogy where different different coaches handle different players differently. Mm-hmm. And that's important to and it's up to the managers to get 
the best out of their their people. Mm -hmm. And I think my favorite, I watch a lot of soccer. So Sir Alex Ferguson was the Manchester United manager. Mm -hmm. And he was one of those guys that was just, he once kicked a boot that hit David Beckham in the eye and cut him, cut his David Beckham, the biggest soccer yeah. superstar at the time. Um, and then it, it cut him, and but he 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 was he had that side of him where he was that angry. But then he he would when someone needed to be to be pampered and just just taken care of, he he'd do that as well. Mm. So I think just having that sort of man management skill to know what what person needs what and what's specific time to help them grow and to again at the end of the day you're, you're serving a higher purpose than yourself you're serving the company you're trying to get as much money in for the company as, as you can mm-hmm. so I, I, I think that people should be pushed because you're being paid to do some, some work right so the fact that they pay you means they need the best out of you so mm-hmm. if you're not giving you 100% because they, they don't give you 80% of your paycheck if you're working 80% no they don't they can still give you the 100% yeah. but I, I, you need to be giving you 100% I think so I think I'm, uh, having a good manager might might be the difference in how well people perform but again there's no harm in pushing themselves and I think it's important to set boundaries between work and your personal life as well. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the last thing I, I could think of. Yeah. I I can't really think of anything right now. Yeah. But, I don't know. That, so, I think we've talked about some pretty good, some pretty decent ideas on yeah, so your, kind of what's happened. Your life. At least what, what, we, <laughs> what we've seen from graduating in May till to August. August 25th, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been three months and... We've had to furnish apartments. We've had to basically start a new re- job. Start a new job. Rethink what our social life is going to look yeah. like. I mean, those are kind of the, the biggest things that are happening. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and, I mean, we don't really have fam. We don't, you know, we're not starting families anytime soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> not 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 in a planned manner, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think that, that that's a that's that's a good first podcast uh, and a good. I I I I I want to do talk about this podcast at a later point when we're more settled in our uh, job and more settled in our yeah, apartment yeah. and to to look back and say okay what did we miss in this podcast or what did we get wrong you know yeah. so I think I I, we, I think that that might be interesting too revisit our conversation today at a later stage. Yeah, about like what we've experienced just just now. It's been three weeks since we've started. Yeah, and then basically. The, but like so six like, months from now. <laughs> six months from now, what is it going to look like? Yeah, exactly. After we get yelled at at our six month review. Yeah, no, so that, that's interesting. I, I don't even have my <laughs> I don't even have my um, KPIs yet. So I don't I don't know So what I'm going to be assessed on. Oh, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, key performance indices. Oh, indices. 
So that's what my bonus is dependent on. I told uh, the administrative assistant, because I did an Excel task for her, like, in five minutes. Yeah. That she said would take her the whole day. I said, well, make sure to tell uh, (laughs) tell Arya that next, whenever I have my performance review. Yeah. uh, Yeah, no. It's funny. What's your, okay, so let's, uh, before we end the podcast, what's your goal for, let's say, your first six months of work? Um, first six months of work, my goal is to basic, uh, at least in my mind, is to take as much off of other people's plate to add to mine to where I am contributing value mm-hmm. along with, um, kind of making it where if I left and there'd be a big hole. <laughs> That's, so that's, you want to make yourself invaluable. Yeah, basically that's kind oh, of my goal. That's your goal. Is because I'm basically doing like four or five different things right now. Yeah. Because I'm basically the assistant, administrative assistant slash property manager for the new office yeah. building. I'm I helped out HR today. Um, so I'm hmm. the assistant to the HR assistant. Yeah. I'm assistant to the uh, construction head of construction. I'm assistant to. Um, the director of finance. I'm assistant to the construction finance guy, and I'm assistant to the CFO on the development side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the basically doing backroom stuff for that. So I guess that's six things that I'm kind of helping out with. But yeah. This is basic, but for the most part, a lot of this stuff can kind of be done by an intern. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. Like so, you, I have to get uh, within six months. My goal is to um, get to the point where I have enough responsibility you know that they've given me enough uh, more responsibility and trust where you're creating value where I'm instead of just like oh I'm re redoing kind of how the corporate structures look like on a PowerPoint that kind of stuff or rereading a paragraph on a OM it's like okay well I'm actually kind of meeting maybe meeting with investors or and i'm already kind of doing kind of backroom stuff for i'm doing a bunch of backroom stuff basically now and yeah so maybe doing trying to get more to the forefront where i'm kind of like and that that's happening already i'm already scheduling meetings for projects and everything so what about you um similar to yours but i i don't i don't want to be pigeonholed into uh tasks that I'm doing now mm-hmm. so I I love the tasks I'm doing now I'm doing a lot of business development I'm doing a lot of uh, um, strategy th- uh, and doing s- some you know uh, proposals etc but I don't want to be pigeonholed into that I want to do m- even more than I'm doing now in terms of the variety of tasks mm-hmm. and that's that's what my goal is to do as much as many different kinds of work as mm-hmm. I can yeah one of my goals is especially like once we get into the new office and we're back in person yeah it's, it's probably where and maybe well, I'll have to do it probably here and I've done it before in other jobs is basically just going to people if I have like a free minute or something be like oh is there anything I can help you with oh yeah I, yeah no that's that's interesting I I, I 
I, I, I've been doing that, but people don't really have that much. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like it's I like mean, it's, I've been doing that to a few people, and they, they most of the time they're just so shocked that they don't have anything for me. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, that's a good goal. I, I think that's a good goal for other people to do as well. I, that's a, that's a good technique too. I mean, yeah. Well, there's like the whole adage, kind of back to work and stuff, and it's like. Yeah. You know, minimum age, minimum effort, right? Yeah, it's kind of the adage that a lot of people have now nowadays, but then it's like, okay, well, you know, if you put in eff- extra effort and you like focus and put effort into it, yeah. Then that's going to be noticed and you're going to be hopefully you well, have a good enough yeah. manager where yeah. you'll be rewarded for it, but it's cuz some people don't. But no, I think in, the, no matter the, what you do, I, I there's don't, kind of those two mindsets though. Yeah, and no matter what you do, some people don't prioritize work because, and I get that because people have different priorities, and some some people see that as something they have to do to pay the bills, yeah. right? I get that, I do. But why not do it to the best of your ability? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, that that that. Yeah, that's that, that is interesting. Maybe that's another topic we yeah, can talk like, about. Why not podcast. do it to the best of your ability? Because it's, I feel like. Is if like, you're doing it anyway, why do it? Why try? Why not try to be the best? Yeah, exactly. You have to do it. Like I agree. I mean, best case just, scenario, we won't. Ha- we don't want to. It's work. the same thing we talked about with the furnishing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, like, oh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time here. I'm going to be doing something here. Why not make it the as best, best the thing that I can make it right? Yeah, now? exactly. So. And because it's something that you're doing, you're creating. So yeah. why not do? Because I agree. You and I. If if I I I wouldn't want to work. If someone could just pay me to sit at home, I'd do it. Take it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not because I I I'd get bored. <laughs> but still, but if I'm going to work, I'm doing it anyway. Just I why would I why would I do it to the best of my ability? Yeah. If I can do it better, I should. Yeah. And yeah, that's 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 something we might talk about some other time. We'll but have to talk about another time. Yeah. So, but I think, um, well, this podcast what we're hoping is. It's gonna be a podcast about nothing, where we just talk about kind of anything and everything, right? Yeah, and I and I I, I don't know who the target audience for this is. I don't know. I basically it's just gonna be us, and we'll bring on friends, and we're just gonna talk about some sort of topic, and yeah, it might go in whatever direction happens. It's just gonna be a conversation. Yeah, it's just a conversation, and I, I feel like the podcast structure also facilitates conversation. Yeah, because I, I feel like you and I we didn't talk. You and I talked decent about. Uh, but I, I don't think we would have discussed all the different things that we discussed at, at any given s- a, a, in, a, in, a, in a given well, like if session. We were, if we were actually like just having a conversation, we wouldn't have talked about, oh, you know, we wouldn't have, unless we brought it up intentionally because we were curious, we wouldn't have actually talked about, oh, like what are some things you've learned from college to I think work life? Just the fact that you have to go so much deeper in a, a about about a topic facilitates conversation and brings out nuances that in, in regular conversation you we probably wouldn't have figured out. Yeah. So I think I I, I like this format and we let's see uh, we, sh- we we might need to cut down on time a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was I don't, I. 200 or 2,360 seconds right now. I don't know how many. 40 minutes. That's not bad. Is that 40 minutes? Yeah, that's around 40 minutes. I don't know if that's correct or not, though, but we'll see. (laughs) 
Um, no, the we'll, two we'll, two twenty four hundred seconds four hundred we'll minutes. We'll edit it. Too, it's four hundred. So. Yeah, it's I. It, it, so like right now, like we don't have to have this in it. Yeah. All right. But okay. So closing. Closing. Right. So we didn't say our names at the beginning. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. So so we probably should say our names at the close this time at least. All right. Okay. So I'm Grant Brat. I'm Vasu Rai. And thanks for talking about nothing. Listening to nothing. Yeah. With and us. if you want to talk about nothing, you can. Just hit us up. Just hit us up. <laughs> All righty. All right.